Hello, and welcome to the Matt Quirk Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Quirkin. Thanks for listening here on Friday. Hope everyone's having a great week. Um, if you're in the Mid-Atlantic, I hope you uh, survived our, our our snowstorm yesterday. It crippled the, uh, it seemed to crickle, cripple at least the Philadelphia area um, and New Jersey area. I'm not sure about how the rest of the Northeast fared. Um, it's always, always a little bit amusing, not, in a, you know, assuming everyone's fine, how these first, this first snowstorm can always just kind of wreak havoc, you know, two, three, four inches, whatever you may have gotten. And, you know, traffic becomes a standstill, accidents all over the place. Um, you know, I spent some time out in Michigan, Western Michigan, where you'd get snow every day, it seemed, or every other day. My wife's from Cleveland. She moved out here and, and couldn't, couldn't believe what it, um, what these snowstorms can, can do to the, to the towns. I mean, I'll give you an example. My, my son, I got a call from our school at, you know, I don't know if it was 1030 or 11, whatever. No, it was probably a little bit earlier than that, but it doesn't matter. Hey, it's starting to snow. We're letting out early. I look outside. It's gray, but no snow. So, um, the, the principal or the superintendent is vacationing in Florida. So I actually think it was, Hey, let's, let, let's, let's, uh, let's get out of school early and, and, uh, enjoy. And then of course I have our, our friends from that live that used to live up here down in Florida now. And I think this is the best day of the year when we get our, either our first cold blast or our first snow. They say, Oh, how's it going up there? Here's our forecast for the next five days. And it's 75. So, Hey, God bless you. Enjoy that nice weather. We'll take our consolation prize. That's four seasons. Um, and you know, at least somewhat bearable in the summer here. So moving on, um, Today, I want to talk about GE a little bit. GE is obviously a super well-known company, you know, and I've been thinking about this a lot. And I really started thinking about when we saw IBM make the acquisition of Red Hat. And and you're kind of look at what GE and Red Hat have become from what they once were. Um, You know, the the bluest of the blue chip companies um, that you know, are nowhere close to what they are. I mean, Yagavi G, for example, it's lost over $200 billion of market cap since 2016. I mean, that's just unbelievable. So the question, you know, I've, I've kind of been asking people is, is GE a good buy $8? Um, because I think that's what it is now. Um, at least t- this morning it was, it was $7.99, $8. And, you know, they brought up a really good point you know, because my point was, hey, the sum of the parts, they own so many things, has to be equal, more than, has to be worth more than the $8 a share. You know, and I've heard estimates of, you know, 15 to 20 $22 is kind of what the, the, the value of the company is if, you know, they just kind of sell everything off. But then he made a good point about the debt. You know, there's so much debt. Um, you know, just think about your regular bonds and whatnot that they issue. And then you have pension obligations. I mean, it's huge. I mean, it's billions and billions of dollars. You say, yeah, but they could still sell these these kind of companies off. I mean, look, look I mean, how much did they get for that Baker Hughes deal a couple days ago? But then I really started thinking about. It. I thought back to the AIG days. You know, AIG was kind of a similar company where they, you know, AIG is of course an insurance company, but at that time they had so many different parts that were unrelated to insurance. I mean, the, probably the best example is the airline leasing company, which was just a cash cow for them. And they had to sell off at a discount. And that's what got me thinking, you know, yes, right now, in a perfect world, this is what these 
companies are worth. But in a you know, when the market's going down, GE's breaching their debt covenants. You know, will they be in a position to get maximum dollar, or will it be a fire sale? So that we're you know selling it those assets that are worth X are now selling it at 10, 20, 25 percent discount because they have to be sold, and buyers know that. And I think that's probably the, the biggest risk with a company like this. You know, it's got mounting debt. The economy goes on, you know, goes sour. Revenues will go down. I don't know what their debt covenants look like. They could be called upon. I mean, you know, the what what they're paying for the service debt continues to rise. And I don't see that getting any better considering, you know, interest rates are rising and their balance sheet looks worse and worse every day. Um, so to me, GE is, is, you know, it's one of those companies you want to buy because you look at the price, say, man, this is eight bucks and it's GE. Um, but then you start getting into it a little bit and you you ask yourself, is it a good deal? I think we're so, you know, we have that nostalgia, you know, and I mentioned IBM too, you know, these companies will come around. They've been around for a long time, but, you know, we look at so many companies that that have, that were, you know, huge at one point, and and now look at them. I mean, Toys R Us, Sears are two great examples. Obviously, retail is a little bit different, but I mean, same thing. And we can point to the, you know, what the Dow Jones, the 30 Dow companies look like, who they were in 1950, and who they are today. And we can probably even go to 60, 70, 80, 90. Even we could probably go to 90 and see quite a bit of turnover. Um, so the point is, I mean, those are the 30 biggest companies and most most well known companies. And they're distant memories now. So I don't know. I had to get that off my chest about GE. That's a company you want to do well. Um, and and you hope it does. But you also want to understand that things, things change. And if companies aren't changing with the times or keeping up, they're prone to being in, 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 in real trouble. So, again, I don't know what's going to happen when he said, hey, you we're going to buy it. To me, it's, I'm not smart enough to say, and certainly I'm not recommending anybody because that's not my job. Um, but it really made me think, should I buy it? Am I buying it because I think the financials and the outlook are growth for G, good for GE? Or would I buy it because it's, because I think, man, GE could never be worth this little amount of money. So something to think about, not only in GE, but every investment we make. Um, and even every kind of transaction we make, are we buying it because this is the way we've always done it? So it must be right. Or are we actually thinking about it and say, Hey, maybe things have changed. Um, maybe I'm different. Maybe the product's different. Uh, maybe they're both slightly changed a little bit and the fit isn't what it was at one point. So just, you know, something to think about here. Um, S and P of course broke the five, their five day losing streak yesterday. Um, today, you know, it'll be interesting. We started down, but we've rebounded a little bit. So hopefully we, we can go two days in a row and the, end the week on a positive note. Um, you know, the Dow's up now as of this recording at 10 AM Eastern. So let's, let's hope to end the week on a positive note and, um, and, and dig in for, for a short week next week, Thanksgiving. And, uh, we'll go from there. Thanks for listening. Love to hear comments, questions, especially some some comments on GE, what you think of GE. Um, is it a good buy? 
will the company survive in the in the way we know it now, or will it be a, you know a complete manifestation of something new, whether much smaller or much more nimble, um, going back to the core business, or will they survive? You know, if we are have to have a if we happen to have an economic downturn. So again, love to hear your thoughts. You can leave them. You can reach me on Facebook at Matt Cork M A T T C O R C. Twitter, MXC390, and then, of course, my website, MattCork.com. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week.